So excited now to go to our phone lines and bring on a longtime friend of the program, Jason Caldwell, who writes and works for Inside the Auburn Tigers and 24-7 Sports. He joins us here on the program. Jason, we appreciate the time. How are the holiday seasons treating you? Going good, guys. How about y'all? Can't complain. Yeah, not bad. Well, <laughs> as we dive into this quick, yeah, it's going pretty good because uh, on the recruiting front, it actually seems optimistic. So, I mean, what has been the big difference between what Hugh Freeze is doing now than what the previous staff was doing? Because it seems night and day. Yeah. I won't bury sure. the previous guys too sure. much in that. I thought towards the end they kind of had had realized, hey, we got you got to be more aggressive and you got to be more um, – you just got to do more, and that's it. You, you, there's just there's no end to what you have to do in recruiting in terms of building relationships and you know doing visits, um, going to schools, all those things. And I think you know this staff has done a good job of communication and and reaching out, doing the things that you have to do. And you know this, they got a lot of visitors during this season uh, on campus, and you know the, like the Texas A and M game to me, yeah, you know, some of those games were really important to showing maybe the future of all the football. If I'm you freezing this staff. I'm showing those guys the the crowd, the response from the crowd, what people said about that, despite you know the team and the record, all those things. So I think it had an impact. But you know, you look at this staff, and I think they've done a good job of, of, of going out and trying to identify needs. They've done a good job, you know, in the transfer portal, getting guys on campus. Um, you know, we'll see how they finish it off. Uh, but you know, you look at the addition so far in, in this class, and going up from you know the mid 50s. To, to now up into the upper 20s already um, with an opportunity to maybe get it, you know, maybe into the, the, the low 20s or even into the teens is pretty remarkable uh, in just a, a few short weeks. Yeah. Uh, Jason, one of the things that uh, that we talked about here just a little bit ago was that the recruiting is one thing to bring in the high school kids, which obviously you have to do, but those are guys that you got to bring in as freshmen and, and develop them. But Auburn's in a situation where they needed some immediate impact, and it feels like they have done that, um, especially in the areas of need along the offensive line, at wide receiver, and and again, there's still guys on the board that Auburn feels very comfortable out. How how big is it that Hugh Freeze and that staff are going and getting guys that can be immediate impacts for this team? Yeah, I mean, I think you look at at, at, at need areas, and it starts on the line of scrimmage, and you know, still waiting to see kind of what it looks like. It, you know, you know, unless they strike out completely, uh, you know, even if you, you bat. 50% of the guys you, right now on the offensive line, you're talking about adding three, maybe four uh, guys that have experience that could be instant impact guys on the offensive line. I think when you look at that, that that's a huge need. Need some of those same guys on the defensive line, whether it's you know a guy like Elijah McAllister who visited over the weekend from Vanderbilt, um, you know some guys like that. Just as much of a need there, but they've been able to 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 get a little more of the high school ranks on that defensive front, and I think it's probably easier. At least to be a depth piece on the defensive line than it is probably offensive line, but I do think a guy like Connor Lou's a guy that that from the high school ranks has a chance to play really early on the offensive line, and then you start thinking about um, you know having a guy like Jeremiah Wright returning. They're not a ton of experience, you know. You got Jaleel Irvin and Tate Johnson. You do have some guys inside, but can you add depth from the tackle position? Whether that's Xavier uh, Miller who just decommitted today from Ole Miss, right. and, and yeah, after visiting Auburn last weekend, Isaiah Jada two junior college tackles there and you think about uh, you know the the multitude of, of transfer portal guys that have been in the last couple of weeks and um, you know if they finish it off and can get those guys on campus it, 
it would be hard to quantify how important that was for not only the future but for 2023 because you know they they need guys that can come in and step in and play right away and can you get a Dylan Johnson can you add a Ra Ra Thomas um, to that offense and um, you know can they go find a, a pass rusher or two that's the big deal. Jason Caldwell is here with us from inside the Auburn Tigers. Signing day comes up on Wednesday, and what a major weekend it was recruiting for this Auburn football program. Do you think the staff is surprised at all by the, the success that they had this past weekend, or did they think something like this could happen? Yeah, I, I don't think they're surprised. I think um, most of these guys know at a place like Auburn what, what what's possible. And I think you've seen just the tip of the iceberg. Was We've seen what's possible at Auburn over the years. I still don't think we've seen what's truly possible. Um, you know, you look at the, the teams that are recruiting at such a high level, and, and Auburn historically has been right there with with Georgia, been you know, been as good or better than Texas A and M over the years. Historically, Auburn has been able to compete with those teams, and you, you start yeah. talking about that's where you should be in recruiting. And so, I think this is showing the potential of what you can do when you have you know the pieces in place. You now you have the facility, you have NIL. You have a head coach that's a tireless worker on the recruiting front. All those things that play into that. Um, I think it's an important part of it. And, you know, obviously we'll see how they're able to finish um, your Wednesday. You know, who can they add? Can they pull off any of the big surprises, you know, on signing day? And then, you know, see what happens between now and really the second week of January as far as the portal additions uh, to, to give them a boost in spring practice. What's the current forecast in regards to that quarterback position? I know that's a, a position that every head coach wants to make sure uh, they're set. Robbie Ashford had a, a fine freshman season, set to come back for another year with Auburn, but I know that there have been other uh, transfer quarterbacks in particular that have been linked to the Auburn Tigers as well. So what's the forecast of that position, Jason? Yeah, I think that's one that, that it, it kind of remains to be seen when you look at it. Uh, obviously, Devin Leary was in over the weekend, uh, NC State transfer. Um, you know, they've had... Um, Get some interest from you know Ole Miss quarterback commitment from Texas, but I think probably the thing that's most interesting is today they offered Hank Brown, who was a Liberty commitment. This is a guy they really like. Uh, he played for uh, Trent Dilfer at Lipscomb Academy. Obviously, he's been offered by UAB now, so that could that could be a potential thing. And here's what I'm telling folks about the potential of adding a transfer quarterback, whoever whoever it is, going to have to come in and compete. Um, and Robbie Ashford is a guy that that you're going to have to compete with and. Um, you know, some guys, if, if you only have a year left, maybe a guy says, look, I don't, I'm going to go somewhere where I, I can be guaranteed I'm going to be the guy. I, I, I don't think that's a guarantee at Auburn. I think Robbie Ashford is absolutely a formidable opponent to somebody that's going to come in here and challenge for this starting job. So it's, it's an interesting dynamic, um, but no, no doubt you need to add um, another piece or two at quarterback, whether that's another high school player, whether it's a transfer guy or what, but um, you know, I, I think the expectations are that T.J. Finley will probably um, not be on the Auburn roster in 2023. We'll see how that goes. But you, when you got a holding Garner, can you add a, can you probably another couple of quarterbacks there um, between now and, and when you tee it up next August? Uh, another quarterback uh, that was expected to visit this weekend was Grayson McCall from uh, Coastal Carolina. And really leading up to the weekend, it seemed like a lot of Auburn fans were really hyping him up because of it just really sounded positive for Auburn and Grayson McCall. There's an academic snag with that. Are you hearing that that's a name that is just now going to be off the board, that uh, Auburn's not going to be able to get him, or, do, or is there a chance that Auburn still tries to get Grayson McCall here on campus? Yeah, I, I don't 
think it's going to happen. I mean, I, you never say never, but right now it looks like if it were to happen, that he'd be have to be able to play. He'd have to be a guy that would graduate. And I think there's right. there's some hours that have to be done before then, and it's not just a couple of classes. I mean, I think it's a, it's a pretty good group. And so you start talking about taking an opportunity or taking a risk of going, hey, what if you don't get graduate by um, – don't graduate by August, then then you would have brought in a guy who couldn't play. I don't know that that's a risk worth take worth taking. So right. I think that's where the hang up was just the just the, the the hours that were needed for a guy like that. So um, you know potentially it could still happen, but my guess is is that there's going to be somewhere out there that he'll be able to move that would probably um, probably fit the the major he's in. Maybe the hour wise would work out a little bit better than it does at Auburn. Right. Uh, we're talking with Jason Caldwell from uh, Inside the Auburn Tigers. And, uh, Jason, switching gears over to the basketball side of things. Obviously, Auburn uh, making their West Coast swing and uh, didn't get off to the uh, – didn't get a win. I, you know, I don't want to say didn't get off to the greatest start, but, uh, you know, had some struggles, had some good things happen out there against Southern Cal. But uh, where are you seeing this basketball team as we sit right here on the 19th of December? Yeah, I think it's a team that, that's still searching. Um you know, it's you know, there's been smaller teams the last few years. It's taken them a little while to kind of find an identity. I don't know that we've had one like this one because this one is a completely different identity. This is not. I mean, unless something drastically changes, this is not going to be a team that's going to go out and outscore folks. It's just not going to happen. Right. Um, it's going to be defense. It's going to be rebounding. And when you play that way, you can't turn the ball over. And 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 of course you turn it over as much as Auburn did yesterday. It doesn't matter how you play. You're you're not going to win those games. They still had a chance, which shows you. I wrote today, it shows you the competitive nature of this team and kind of what they can do. But man, they got to find a way to 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 play more efficient basketball. And I think one of the one of the ways that it happens is Trey Donaldson. I mean, Trey Donaldson to me is the best point guard on this team. He may not be the best guard on this team, but as a as a point guard to run the show. To me, he looks like the best option for this team. How that works out, how you make that work, and I'm not saying Wendell Green's, but I think Wendell Green is more of a scorer, even though he's not a big guy. Right. Um, and so, how do you make those things work? How do you make this this group come together? Got to find a way to get Chance Wester going. His, he has no confidence right now, and he's a good basketball player. He's just not playing that way right now, and so um, they got to figure those things out because uh, you know this team's got it. They're going, to, they're going to get pressed. They're going to get pressured. Um, they did a better job of rebounding, um, and, and that's going to be a key for them. But uh, they got to figure out a way to get some transition basketball going because this is – I mean, they actually shot the ball pretty well yesterday. Um, just got to find a way to put those things together. Um, it's probably not as far off as it looks because it's been a little bit something different every game. Um, but yesterday it was the turnovers that caused them the scoring issues. It wasn't necessarily right. the shooting. Well, and, and, you know, looking at you, you're talking about things that need to change. Has it, has it been as disappointing to you as it has to me to see some of these newcomers have not really caught on like we thought they were uh, a chance Westry? You know, you said struggling. You are on Treor. You know, a five-star guy that seemed like it was, a, you know, a coup that they got him away from LSU when they did and, and expected that he was going to kind of – fill in, you know, maybe not as good as uh, a Jabari Smith, but would kind of at least fill some of that role. And it feels like some of these guys haven't caught on. I mean, do you see them catching on, or or is this the, was it a miss with these guys? I don't think it's a miss. I just think 
you've, Auburn's been really spoiled. They've been really spoiled by young guys that were probably ahead of the curve, and that's what happens when you get a Jabari Smith. Right. And, you know, I mean, you, you think about the guys, the run they've had. I think it's more like Chima. Chima was a was was probably a five star talent, um, but you remember it, it took Chima a while. He wasn't right. a guy that that was that guy. That's what what, what Treyor reminds me a little bit of is more of Chima, even though. He, you know, he doesn't have hardly any experience. And so for him, he's still kind of learning the, the game and doing some of those things. But talent-wise, he's a five-star talent. You watch him shoot the basketball and do some of those things. At Westry, I think he was playing really well this summer. And then the, the knee the, you know, the knee issue has right. set him back tremendously. And so um, I think once he gets that lateral movement back, his elevation back where he can go in the lane and score, do some of those things, I think he'll be fine. But I think it's the more confidence factor with those guys right now. And I think it's probably that way for – for a lot of this team, I, I saw saw last night for the first time. I saw KD Johnson passing up shots he normally would have taken, and that's not him. He's normally a guy that just hey just just he was getting caught in midair looking to pass the ball and nobody there. I mean, those aren't things that are normal for him. And so I think it's just a confidence factor for this team, and uh, they'll find it again. But you know that's kind of the searching point right now. How much do you enjoy these true road games against major conference opponents in college basketball for the Auburn Tigers, Jason? There's, there's, there's nothing better for basketball teams because you can lose these. You can lose a couple of these games. It doesn't really matter. Right. It actually, it helps you probably. It helps you in terms of of RPI and and all the things that you need. So it's a good test, and it's a good way for them to learn a lot more about themselves and in kind of an NCAA tournament setting a little bit. Jason, we always do appreciate the time. We hope that you have a, uh, a very happy and healthy holiday season with your family. Thanks for joining us. What do we need to know about uh, 24-7 sports and inside the Auburn Tigers? Uh, you just, just stay tuned. This next you know, 48 hours is going to be pretty wild. So check us out there at Auburn Undercover at utigers.com. And uh, you know, follow me on ITAT Jason on Twitter. And uh, just want to wish you guys a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you as well. Thanks Merry for the Christmas. time, Jason. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Merry Christmas. All right. That's uh, Jason Caldwell joining us there on Sports Call.